Welcome to Skiba News Nation, bringing you unfiltered views, news, interviews, discussions, and more. And now, here's your host, Jeremiah Skiba, award-winning musician and son of Rob Skiba. Alright, I'm Jeremiah Skiba and before we get started, I just want to say thank you for all the love and support. This show could not be possible without all of you. And as you all know, I am not my dad and I never will be, but I will do my best to carry on his legacy in my own way, in my own style. Thank you for understanding and now come on this journey with us as we continue to seek the truth. Now here's my co-host. Jake Grant. Hey, what's up? What's it's, up, uh, man? It's great to be here, Jeremiah. Good to see yeah, you, man. Yeah, man, this is, uh, this is really exciting. I'm, I'm really excited for this show, and I think it's going to do a lot of good. Me too, man. So, so tell me a little bit about, or tell the audience a little bit about yourself and how you got to know right on, yeah. my dad. So uh, over the past uh, four or five years, I've been working kind of in the the truther community uh did a little bit of uh ministry type work uh worked in uh some conspiracy you know realms and along that way uh ran into rob skiba quite a few times uh, and eventually we started working together on a variety of different things uh hosted virtual house church with him uh, uh since 2017 uh then uh ran into him a bunch of times at some very controversial conspiracy conferences the flat earth international conferences and I was working on a documentary at the time and uh, along that route uh, established a relationship and really over the years came to look at your dad, uh, Rob, as you know a, a great role model. Really respected him. Uh, he had just had so many qualities that impacted really thousands and thousands of us and I'm no different. Um, you know, he impacted my life as well in his constant unrelenting pursuit of the truth, right? Right. And so, um, that's a, a brief mention of how uh, I kind of got involved with your dad. Uh, you know, it, it started back with working with my pre previous employer and hosting Virtual House Church. And uh, eventually, you know, uh, me and Rob started a great relationship. And that's just kind of a little rambling mention of how I kind of know your dad. But um, through that, you know, through that relationship, um, it's just awesome that I was able to get to meet you, Jeremiah. and. Um, I'm excited for Skiba News Nation. I'm excited for just the breaking news and, and, and sharing truth is so important. And, and today, there's a lot of people that aren't brave enough to stand on their beliefs, to step up and share the truth and shed light on the dark places of the world, right? And, right. and, uh, and I'm just really excited to be a part of this, man. Me too, man. Yeah. Um... I love the conspiracy mindset of everything because everything is a conspiracy in my opinion. I mean, I mean, I guess. Oh yeah. Sorry, I'm getting yeah, you know, bad. there's, 
there's a, a little conspiracy in anything, right? Conspiracy just means a group of people that are working together uh, to either hide the truth or to conspire to, you know, create a change in our reality, whether it's for monetary gain, whether it's for political gain, whether yeah. it's, you know, this or that. Um, I think there's some interesting topics in terms of conspiracy. Some things that we probably will ev never really, really know what the full truth is. Um, but there's also things that are kind of coming to light that whether it's people uh, who were insiders coming out and sharing, you know, information that sheds a different perspective on a topic uh, or, or whatever. But one thing we, you know, I, I'm coming to the point to realize is um, while, you know, I might be wrong on a topic, um, I don't ever want to lie and understanding how we view the world. Uh, you know, it, it makes me want to investigate and find the truth. And, you know, there's no problem with looking at different things. Um, and truth doesn't shy away from an investigation, right? So, well, yeah, I feel like the truth is in the conspiracy and it exposes the bigger truth. And that's probably the main reason why I wanted to start the show was to expose a whole lot of things. And, uh, absolutely just whatever's going on and whatever happens you know in my life for your life for you know stuff like that i can't really get into everything but <laughs> we got a couple well topics. i know i talked a little bit about myself uh maybe share with the audience some more about you jeremiah what are your interests been over the years what kind of got you changing your perspective more towards a conservative questioning perspective um you know share some of that well, I'm a musician, so this is not my strong suit, but I feel like it's very important as, you know, being the son of Rob to carry on his legacy. So started off as a musician and just saw the darkness in the world after he was gone. And I just want to expose it all because he was, I mean, he, he's greater than I'll ever be. I mean, I, I will never be my dad but all I can do is carry on those type of things. Like discussing with you, I chose, I chose you to be my co-host because you know, you get it, if that makes sense. You get my dad and I feel like we can bounce ideas off of each other. And yeah, I don't yeah, know if man, I answered I, your question you know. at all. But. I don't know if I have everything figured out either, but I'm definitely up for, you know, just diving into a, a wide range of topics and figuring out the truth of it, you know, and, and just looking at these things that Rob was so passionate about, you know, like um, I'm, I'm a Bible believer, uh, you know, number one, but because of my faith in like the scriptures and, and what, you know, we know about God and, and what he wants for humanity, that kind of gives me like kind of these glasses to wear when I look at topics, you know, in the world, because believe it or not, you know, the Bible itself is a book of conspiracy theories. And I think Rob, you know, m more than most people, you know, really championed that truth. He's like, look, you know, this book talks about how the kings of the earth conspire together against the most high, right? Right. So it's it's just like this great foundation, um, and I'm just so excited to you know get into some of these topics, man. And um, cool, yeah. I think the show is going to be from, like I said, from our views to the news and everything in between. 
and seeking the truth in every single little thing that is going on in this world. Maybe like some content disclaimers, like, look, this oh, is yeah, not, yeah. This is not yeah, for kids and for the soft-stomached. <laughs> yeah, this is definitely not for kids, but if you want to show your kids, I mean, that's, that's your right. But I'm all for, um, you know, freedom of speech and being able to express yourself freely, even if it might get us taken off YouTube. I mean, I pray that we don't, but that might happen because I think if we cover every topic, you know, there's some things that they don't really want us to talk about, if that makes sense. Yeah, I, I totally hear that. You know, uh, whenever I worked on the uh, Flat Earth documentary I filmed going to all the different conferences, uh, I noticed the very first red flags of censorship that were going out uh, back in 2017, 2018 regarding the FE topic, right? Mm. And I noticed that they were removing videos and, uh, you know, taking channels down. And this goes way back to... Uh, just the controlled narrative because we truly lived like I love to talk about this Jeremiah and I'd love to maybe we can chat about it for a second but we have come to the end of what I've lovingly referred to as the golden age of the internet you know it's because of the past 15-20 years of free dissemination of information that people have been able to share the alternative perspective to a lot of these super interesting conspiracies. Um, yeah. And uh, not only that, but it has also allowed the, the, the sharing of information of, of biblical truths, you know, challenging age-old church doctrines, challenging, you know, the beliefs of cosmology, for example. Um, you know, there's, there's topics regarding conspiracies that would have been buried by, you know, classified documents, but because people were able to access all of this information, whether it was through YouTube, whether it was through Freedom you know, of blogs, Act. Freedom of Information, um, it's just amazing how many conspiracies were able to be have their lid blown wide open. And, uh, and unfortunately, we now live in a day and age where that golden age is, is coming to an end, Jeremiah. And, and that's when we see all the censorship. That's when we see the, the even the President of the United States kicked off of the the public forum, you know, the, of Twitter, right? Don't even and, get me started uh, on that. that that's <laughs> all kinds would, of messed up. You know, talk about how crazy it is to think that uh, there is a ultimatum being given to people who produce content, and that ultimatum is this: if your information, if your truth doesn't conform to the official narrative then sorry you can't play ball you can't share your information anymore you're going to be ostracized you're going to be censored you're going to be banned you're going to be kicked off these platforms and it makes sense that it's possible because all of these internet companies right they are private companies uh, yeah. for the most part and they can make rules to say who they want and who they don't want on their platforms however where it becomes alarming is when this same uh, totalitarian information dictatorship is being applied to uh, just anybody in general even in the real world every day you know go outside your house you're not allowed to talk about this topic or that topic because it's offensive and you have to be politically correct or you'll be and called so, a you know, domestic terrorist for wearing a MAGA hat 
It's crazy. Oh, <laughs> you know, they will throw anything uh, label-wise at people that they want to censor, at people that they want to shut up, right? Right. And, uh, and that's why this show, I'm so excited about this show, Jeremiah, is, uh, you know, whether or not we push the buttons of the beast, right, and they get angry and, you know, try to shut this down on YouTube, good content and good truth no matter where it pops up, uh, will reach the people it needs to reach. And and so, you know, whether it means re-uploading these episodes to an alternative platform, yep. that's fine. But, you know, I think uh, keeping the torch burning bright, you know, holding truth up and, uh, and, you know, in a dark world where all these deceptions, all of these uh, agendas are being pushed out on people, uh, holding that torch of truth and, uh, and shining a light uh, is going to do good and you know if it reaches one person and helps one person realize the deceptions that are being placed onto their life uh, then you know that's the mission will accomplished and that, that's what my dad was all about too was exposing the truth and that, that, that's where I want to continue so many things hidden in their agenda that is now being exposed which is pretty cool my opinion and I always have to say that my oh, yeah. opinion because if I say it I don't want to get in trouble or anything <laughs> it's crazy yeah and, and you know just letting people know that we are not experts you know I'm I'm not you know an expert of gender studies as a congresswoman said that <laughs> she needed to be able to define what gender is yeah. but I do know logic I do know rationale and so do you Jeremiah and, and I think together we can go through these topics and and even and even me and you might have a difference of opinion but but that's what this is all about we should be able to have exactly. a discussion and it be okay and be friends at the end of the day but in today's world if you don't have the right opinion the left opinion then you're out there's no middle ground you you can't have a friendship with somebody with a different opinion and that's crazy to me uh, where is all the common sense gone that, that's what blows my mind every day. I don't know about you. I see it all the time. Yeah, man, it's the, the problem with common sense is it's not as common as people think, right? Nope. And uh, also, common sense is being redefined. You know, political correctness is being called the new common sense. And it's killing so, comedy. Political correctness is killing comedy. It's killing, you know, the best comedy is truth. The yep. best comedy points out at the uncomfortable truths that people aren't willing to speak in the public square. And when a comedian says it, it makes people laugh because they, they can see real, right? They real recognizes real. And that's what I want to be on this show. And I, I know that's what you want to be on this show. Is we just want to be real. Well, and, and that's why I asked and, you to be my co-host, man, because you get real, you know, and I respect that about you. I, I'm honored. I'm honored, Jeremiah, to be on here and to, to be able to hash through some of these topics. So uh, maybe let's give uh, people an overview of what we're going to be talking about today topic-wise. Maybe uh, go through some of the things that uh, are put on your uh, heart to want to talk about, and then I'll share some thoughts I wanted to bring to the, to the table as well. Well, I don't know if you, uh, if you know or not, but I used to work at Amazon, and... Uh... Yeah, the, the, the craziness there is so insane. Like the way that they treat 
their workers and the way that they treat people of different races. Like they would, if you had lighter skin, you were called a racist pretty much in so many words, or you were the oppressor. And I remember during election season 2020, I was wearing a MAGA hat and this lady comes up to me, this black lady came up to me and started screaming in my face and I've got death threats on my car. They did nothing. They did nothing. I, I, I brought one of, one of the death threats uh, to the show with me to show you sometime. It's uh, very frightening. I can only imagine, you know, some of the crazy just oppression that is being added in our system. Uh, and it's funny because the, the racism topic is such a parroted thing by left-leaning media and left-leaning politics because it really does stir up a population to get into the voting booth right mm -hmm. around, just like you said, election time. And the truth is, is that um, people being divided into race is a, uh, a, a, a misconception. Um, the truth is, is that people groups are actually divided by culture. We are mm -hmm. divided in to locations based on the people we surround our with, the, the tribes that we associate with, the family that we build up with ourselves. And, and the danger with race is it puts people into these categories based on color groups. And it's so ridiculous because, yeah. for example, a white guy here in the United States is different than a, you know, culture of a, of a, you know, a similarly toned person in Europe or in Russia. And it goes the same for darker skin tones or, or whatever, you know, not people cannot be isolated into these groups based on color. And unfortunately, um, it's being used as a tool. It's well, that, being used all as, it is. as like you could wear a BLM hat or wear an Obama shirt or a Biden shirt and be okay at Amazon. But me wearing a make America great again, four, le four word, four words on my hat could offend somebody that much that, and the fact that nothing was done kind of blows my mind. It's, it's, they try to separate us. They tried to segregate us and that's not right. I've always judged people on their character, not what they look like. I mean, that's what I was taught, but I guess they don't teach that yeah, anymore. Yeah, they try to divide us left, right, black, white, but they know that when we're divided, if we're divided, we are bickering amongst ourselves. We're bickering as people groups, and we're all, at least here in the United States, we are all citizens of the United States yep. for the most part. And when we're divided, that allows them to put out these agendas, put out the control, because we're not able to band together and turn against the system Right. and call them out for their BS, their, their bull, right? Mm -hmm. And so, man, it's so frustrating to see that, it, you know, these big corporations are totally cucked to the system. They are bowing down to the beast, so to speak. And that's why I think the big, big corporations, like you said, you, you know, working for Amazon, they were some, you know, one of the worst, right? The because worst. the bigger the corporation, the more they have to be beholden to the beast, right? And yeah. and the beast is, so to speak, you know, the the principles, the the principalities that are wanting people to think, operate, behave 
and follow a system of thinking that makes us better slaves, right? That's what they right. want people to be. And, um, man, I'm sorry you went through that uh, at Amazon. You know, this that's terrible. This is a terrible. great learning experience, but it was just, I, I started wearing it with the, the hat as like a source of pride. Like, you can't push me down. You can't keep me down on having my freedom of expression and my freedom of speech which they were trying to take away from us at Amazon. They were trying to make us be just to go inside the building. And around that time I quit because I was like, my body, my choice, right? Which is what they push all the time on the left. But they're the most left-leaning company that I can think of. And for sure that I've ever worked for in the past. The big corporate giants, uh, they step on people the easiest because they're so huge that they just have these system-wide policies and then people, uh, they almost feel like they're in the right because they have such a backing to their ideology. I, I can be, you know, against the oppressors because my boss and the boss's boss all the way up the corporate ladder are telling me, fight back against the oppression, you know? And, you you and, know what's uh, funny about that situation was my boss was on my side. He was a closeted Trump supporter and all the people that worked on my side of the building were like so happy that I was speaking my mind and speaking up and saw me as a voice for them. And, you know, that was an honor. And right after that, I got fired slash quit, whatever you want to call it. I left because there was nothing I could do in that situation. And it's just toxic. Those who don't buy into the media lies those who don't buy into the liberalism that is being pushed uh, through schools, through colleges, through uh, politicians, and through our media. It, it's, it's crazy that the most punk people right now are the people standing on conservative values, standing on yep. biblical values, even. Um, stole my line, You, you want to talk about... <laughs> Conservatism Sorry, is the man. new punk yeah. rock. You heard it here first. Jake. That is such a potent line. Uh, is wow! It's just it's, it's mind-boggling. I mean, people people see me and they can't believe that I'm a conservative, and and that blows my mind. But it, it is. You're the outcast. You're the one that nobody wants to deal with if you're a conservative. So I just embrace it, and I feel strong when I when I do embrace it, because that's one of the last things we have is that our freedom. Book rock, man punk rock man i love it yeah it's just so exciting almost because if you're a champion of the truth and you're standing on your convictions and you're standing on your beliefs nowadays you're stepping into a whole nother realm of just like overcoming this system overcoming what they want people to be which are these spineless you know mm -hmm. victim consciousness you know sloths basically they they want people to totally fall into the system and and that'll bring me to the one of the first uh little meme things I, i'd love to share with you please um i love yeah. memes it's uh, <laughs> it, it's hilarious and you know with this show i i'd love to bring as much visual content and oh, interesting yeah. video funny memes because really i it, it's one of the best things that have come out of the last 15 years of the internet in my opinion is the meme yeah, meme culture <laughs> um so let me uh let me just share with you 
this funny meme. Sorry, I'm I'm a uh, in my loading screen phase here as I gather my uh, resources. And people are more than welcome to send these in too, right? To submit at yes, Steven News Nation. So, uh, shout out that email one more time. Uh, is uh, yeah, please anybody watching this, submit your best memes, your best news stories, anything cutting edge that you want presented on the show. And what was that email again? It's submit at skibanewsnation.com. Or if you want to talk to me and Jake directly, it's Jeremiah at skibanewsnation.com. All right, I'm going to look over here. Here's the monitor. Right on. So I wanted to share this meme with you. It's a uh, I support the current thing meme. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, is this not so that true, man? Like, this is literally how people are being brainwashed into pretty much believing oh and following and championing any topic that the news or the politics wants us to be championing so crazy and it, uh, it's true that that, that meme is the truest thing i've seen in a while like what's coming up where they change the logos to rainbows and all that you can see it all in that picture and the blm fist that's crazy yep. yeah and oh man it's 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 really how we are being kind of cold. The the herd is being cold, uh, which means you know this analogy is they are pretty much identifying the people that refuse to follow a narrative, and that's how they are separating the herd, so to speak. Mm -hmm. So they're putting all the people that buy it, that promote it, that push these various agendas. And they're putting in the the green zone. Th these are the people that we are okay with interacting with society. These are the people we're okay with sharing information because it's our information, you yeah. know. And man, how crazy! But um, you know, I wanted to to share the I support the next thingy meme uh, <laughs> because there's a, a variety of topics uh, today that I'd like to bring up and and share with our audience here. There are a lot of agendas going out, and today I, I'd like to cover the agendas of you know the war in ukraine and the constant push for people to support one side over the other right yeah um and this is in contrast to the fact that the united states literally did something very similar to what the russian uh kind of conquest idea is going into a a nation and trying to establish what they would consider law and order versus a system that they believe is corrupt uh, this is exactly what the United States did in, in Iraq and in Afghanistan. Yep. And yet we are being pushed to support the opposite side because it goes with a very particular narrative. And and right off the bat, I don't want to say that I'm for one side over the other. But whenever we see that the media is hammering home mm -hmm. on these topics so heavily, it, it really makes you question what is the agenda here? why are they pushing this stance so heavily? Um, so that's one thing I'd like to share today is in regards to this topic of uh, war in Ukraine. Uh, another topic I'd like to talk about briefly today is uh, the talk about my body, my choice, right? That's a real <laughs> controversial one. <laughs> oh, man. We recently got through, you know, the past two years of being told your body doesn't matter the greater good matters yeah for the you have no control yep you the, have to get it the big 
And yep. it already, you know, we've been flagged just for, by saying the word. Okay, I'll say um, But it's very seven. interesting. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to come up with a code word and, and we can let in everybody who's watching. They'll know what we're talking about. They'll, they'll know what we're saying. <laughs> um, but, you know, these are trigger words that we are already in 1984's novel yep. uh, of, of basically the totalitarian information controlling governments. Um, and so, you know, uh, you know, I'd also like to bring in this aspect of how this ideology of your body, not your choice, is in contrast to the left-leaning ideology supporting the abortion topic, which is all about my body, my choice, right. <laughs> which is really just, you know, when you think about it, it's such a direct contradiction. You know, I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, how the media is being directly sponsored and very openly sponsored by uh, Big Pharma, by these companies that are pushing what yeah. has been called the most profitable, most profitable product ever developed, which is what they have been giving people for the big C-O-V-I-D word, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so you know I, I would like to share a brief video uh oh, yeah. that's super surreal uh where uh you know they're singing the words thank god for abortion and uh and let's just look at this briefly um and uh and then we can comment on it this is a content disclaimer for the audience this is extremely shocking and this song might just get stuck in your head because it's so ungodly and shocking it's just like trauma basically um but i'm gonna stop giving forewarnings and uh we're gonna go ahead and play uh this video here a lot going on right there man and and just you know once again back to our content disclaimer this show is not for children this is not for the weak of stomach there's going to be language there's going to be those things in the show yeah but we have to sh share the insanity of scenes like that well, it's time to wake the, people the, up the, i mean some people have no idea that this stuff is going on it, it's time to wake people up man it's it's just so shocking. So let's just cover a couple elements of this. Literally, uh, you have the main spokeswoman there, uh, a, a black woman, you know, African-American woman. I hate the term 
black people because there's no such thing as black people or white people. Yeah, we we're are, all American. You know, we all bleed the same we're color. We're Americans. Yeah. You know, we there's a variety of shades. But let's just say that that community, that, that minority community, is the most affected by the abortion topic. Yeah. Millions, millions of children don't live today, you know, because that community is hyper-targeted by the abortion topic, by the, the uh, you know, just the, the premise that it's okay to kill the child unborn in the womb. And to do and, it so uh, openly like that is so wrong and disgusting. It just... Yeah. And what, was and, there you know, like a subliminal thing with the white baby? Was that part oh, of her show I, or... She put the white mask on. It, was that it, Putin? Yeah, it, it was somebody. I, I couldn't make out who the mask was. I'm, I'm sure it was in reference to a political leader or something like that. But um, let's just, you know, let's talk about the the lady standing back there, uh, you know, operating a choir of yeah. liberals singing the song, Thank God for Abortion, and right? What, what were well, the, the I, I mean, the Catholic people that were holding the rosary, they weren't trying to step in the way and stop anything right i mean wouldn't you yeah, wouldn't yeah. you think that they would be a little bit louder a little more vocal like stop you know I don't honestly know. there that's a whole other thing i want to address is um it's very surreal what we are witnessing there because you know we know even um as a as a church system at large the catholic church has continually come under scrutiny for uh, for very bad things that priests do to children. Yep. And it is, isn't it so interesting that you have, um, you know, the the Catholic community uh, standing up on the steps, kind of, you know, yep. whispering their, you know, repetitive chants. It's you know, very culty. Praying to Mary. Very, very culty. It was very surreal. This whole video, so surreal. And, and they're, they're both to... cults, I feel, on both sides. It's like exactly. the people holding it's, their little beads. Like the... Exactly. The people chanting to Mary who follow a guy with a boner hat, right? The Pope, who, <laughs> yeah. you know, covers up massive alleged child abuse situations. Every day. Covers up and every day. These are the people saying, we want to keep children alive, and they're the ones standing on the steps. Really, you know, at least you can throw that bone to the Catholic Church that the congregants of the, the Catholic community do stand up for children's rights. They stand up for against. And maybe they the had the best topic. of intentions in their heart when they did it, but you know, it's it's just funny the dichotomy here that those representing a system that you know hides and covers up and and has so much child abuse is in contrast to a system that wants to kill the children before they're even born or kill the children right after they're born and. And the woman singing the song, Thank God for Abortion. I just got to say this right now, right? Their God is not the God of the Bible. Their God, true. you know, whoever they're thinking is the God of their own minds or Molech, you know, the God of the 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 Canaan, ancient Canaanites where they mm -hmm. would pass the babies through the fire as a ritual for prosperity and wealth. And, and really, when we look at the abortion topic, the truth is, is that people kill the children in the womb because they want to preserve a future 
that they have idealized and mm. they believe that having a ch child will cause them to not be able to be prosperous, not, not be able to, to make as much money as they want, yeah. not be able to go to college. Um, so many so, different you know, things. You know, we're so many different things about this video, and yet this topic that has just come about, you know, in this past month, the 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 recent controversy, which I believe personally is to stir up the voting base of the the liberal left, because mm. there's a bunch of disenfranchisement with liberal politics and and uh, you know left leaning politics. They they don't like how gas prices are shooting up. They don't like how the president is bumbling through his you know teleprompter quotes they don't like how they're being represented and they see that there is a big red wave coming in regards to the voting yep. booth well um, they were lied in, in to coming election and and they can finally yes. see that they were lied to and that's probably the only positive thing about this whole thing is that they're waking up we can only hope that they're waking up because if this yes. continues yeah. it's going to get so far out of hand that nobody can stop it nothing can stop it but one thing and that's why the the media is starting to promote crazy you know things making people fearful that you know planned parenthood is going to be shut down and roe versus wade is going to be overturned so that means the liberal crowd needs to go out there and vote mm. um we can never just jump on the side of oh hey it'd be so great that roe versus wade is overturned because the truth is it was probably something that won't be touched by the Supreme Court and that was leaked by the left politicians in order to stir people up to be willing to vote during voting season. And yeah. man, there's just now they're so showing much up at thing. people's houses with signs and Brett Kavanaugh, I saw something about him and they were just rioting in front of their houses. It's I don't even know how to describe it. It's like a whole different world than what it was like a year ago or two years ago and and this goes straight into you know what we started with was the i support you know the next current thing meme right yep. well i remember just months ago where the same you know crowd of people were basically venomously attacking anybody who would stand up for bodily autonomy in regards to medical decisions, right? Yep. And we all know what the medical decision was that came down and was basically a leprechaun contract where you had to decide that you loved your job and you uh, wanted to go through with a bodily decision that the system wanted to enforce upon all of the Western world and all the countries across the world that he put people in a pen and made them choose. Do you like your livelihood? Do you like your gym? Do you like your, you know, movie theater, your concert, your favorite bands playing? And you need to receive something, you know, a, a, a little squirt into your arm, you could say. And, um, well, we and could play that... parades and I can <laughs> act it out what they're doing to people. <laughs> Very crazy. Beforehand, before all of this stuff going on it was the the flu shot and they wouldn't let they, they wanted to put mandates in place for the flu and then yep. he saw where things were going and did that video and now everybody knows him from that video which is great i mean 
stick a clip of Rob being a forerunner in regards to the the medical decision that is being forced upon mankind right now and he warned people way back you know years ago that yeah. this is going to be used on the population for nefarious means and and there's a, a couple things that you know as we transition from the you know abortion topic which is my body my choice yeah. and we now move towards the medical mandate topic which is your body government's choice your body employer's choice right mm -hmm. um there's some very interesting things i wanted to uh some uh, some more memes that i'd like to share with everyone is i right, um, meme it up i'm ready all right so check this out here's the the recent you know <laughs> new thing i follow or new thing people are told to follow right you know it's it's we stand with ukraine we stand with ukraine and, and we should supply them with weapons we should supply ukraine to fight russia but it's also my right for an abortion right we mm -hmm. just covered this topic and then straight into after the tragic, you know, recent school shooting, which we'll cover briefly. Uh, now it's take away our right to bear arms to protect children, yep. and so it's it's just topic after topic, pushing agenda after agenda. And the truth is, Jeremiah is trauma sells. Trauma yep. is what gets people to basically fold on their beliefs and give in to whatever they're being told because when you're traumatized when you're feeling that emotional just pain that happens when you see terrible images or you see uh things that just make your stomach they're sick they're trying to scare us you look exactly because it gets more views it gets more people on on to obey what they're saying in okay. the they're just trying to push it to the forefront and make everybody bow down to whatever the agenda is of the day and like like what you were saying about sending money to ukraine or sending weapons to ukraine what about the border we have we have problems here in america but but they don't they don't talk about it and the first thing they do is bring up politics right after kids died like that's so crazy to me yeah after a tragedy yeah, yeah, like there's that. Check this news article out. It's um, uh, a statement that Trump gave uh, after. Uh, I might you might need to put me on full screen. I'm a little cut off there. Um, basically, Trump called out the fact that so much money is being sent in support of Ukraine and the Russia-Ukraine war, and this same money could be used to defend public schools, to to put a guard who could stand and protect. People. And, you know, this is all in reference, of course, to uh, the the tragic sco school shooting that happened in Texas. Yep. And, um, and you know, I think the numbers were really interesting, but um, $54 billion is being sent to Ukraine since Russia invaded in February. And, I th and basically the math works out that if that same amount of money were to be spent on uh, elementary schools and public school systems – that we could have a guard in every single school funded for the rest of yours and I, my lifetime, protecting our children from these deranged pharmaceutical pill laden up crazy people. Oftentimes, you know, these people that come in and, 
and there's all these uh, you know controversial things tied to the story such as the fact that you know uh police were standing outside not and willing parents to were go going in, in and stop. or trying to get in and they were prevented from going in that that's oh, not man. okay and the door was propped open and i'll just tell this story i mean my girlfriend she's a teacher and she said that's the number one rule that they teach the teachers is never leave a door propped ever yep and they left it there's open. more to meet the eyes to this school uh shooting thing you know that just the fact that you know there was parents outside anguishing because the the police were just sitting there doing nothing while the texas shooter went and just was shooting children and and just the trauma that can you imagine the the mental anguish that is being sent out to the western world today that even elementary school students that are hearing about the facts that an a an alleged gunman was going through shooting people and the police weren't even going in to stop him how do you think that makes people feel that are in school right now that are children how do you, how safe do you think they think they are now that they know that the police even if there was a shooter will stand outside and wait for him to do his dues and and do the deed and you're pretty much on your own and, right and that is a trauma that is going out in the eth you know in this in the ethosphere or whatever that people are tapping into this mindset that you're not safe you're not safe we need to do something about this we need to take the guns away that's the answer of course that's being presented by the media well like um, uh my, my girlfriend's on on call right now she can actually speak but there is a uh, why don't you go ahead and say like what precautions are taken at your school versus this school so i watched a lot of video of i mean the day it happened i mean we watched it for hours just live footage of what was going on and waiting for them to go in and do something about the shooter um, and save the kids and and i was noticing he hopped over a fence and the fence that he hopped over was like a four foot, five foot fence, easily hoppable. Like I'm five foot three, like I could have hopped that fence. And, and then he obviously went into a prop door from a teacher, which is a big, big no-no. And the school that I work at, um, I actually, my classroom is a portable uh we like to call them learning cottages <laughs> to try to make it a little fancier i guess and um so i feel like i'm a sitting duck out there if someone had a gun because a bullet could easily go through those portable walls they are made of nothing and uh but the fences that we have right outside of the portables are seven foot tall fences and there's no way somebody's gonna hop that and so just like things that are so simple, like a fence, just the height of a fence then, can make such a big difference. And they weren't even the, like, it's kind of convenient for this school, you know? It just makes you think, yeah. you know, what really happened? What were the real reasons behind it? Was it planned? It's, 
not well and then ted cruz right came out and said that he blamed it on video games and the violence in video games and how that's causing that's just like the cause of why this happened and it's not even scraping the surface of the cause because it's mental health like the this yeah. kid was not right and it doesn't matter if he was playing video games or not or what kind of video games he was playing that mixed with the mental illness is what's gonna cause these horrible tragedies to happen so I don't really know why Ted Cruz came out and said that. I mean, it, tr is he trying to block video games? Like, I, I don't get it. It could be a blend of the two. I mean, who knows? Yeah. Well, you know, that's often kind of the narrative that comes from the conservative side is it's usually, hey, video games are bad and, and such and such. And on the left, it's always, oh, guns are bad, guns are bad. But the truth of the matter is consistently just like you said, is mental health is a recurring pattern in all of these candidates and people that have committed these atrocities. And if you look back at the track record, a vast majority of the people that have committed these terrible acts and shootings, they were on a, a, a wide range of pharmaceutical prescription drugs that deal with psycho, you know, psychotic disorders. And you know, uh, uh, my personal opinion is that there are certain pills and, and things that dis make people dissociate from reality um, and that's how you know of course they're trying to treat you know the person's psychotic disorder but the dissociation with reality paired with the video games perhaps paired with you know whether it's uh, you know coaxing or coaching from media or or TV that's ultra violent and then while they dissociate from reality because of the pills they're on they can then go and do these things and probably don't even realize that they're doing well i mean of course they well, it's like probably the virtual realize, reality you know what if he was exactly it, he almost didn't know where his brain ended and the game began stuff like that nobody thinks about the disassociation uh, just, that they get you want to do on these pills that's to their benefit so they don't want to really help mental health they just want to medicate numb you yeah and uh, that's part of the issue too that they're not actually treating the disorder because it's going to do them more benefit to have these sheep running around that aren't thinking critically about what's really in front of them and they can pull whatever they want over our eyes exactly it, it's um, it makes me want to call out the proponents of the hologram theory you know we have very famous people like Neil deGrasse Tyson, right? Mm -hmm. the, uh, the high priest of scientism and guys like even Elon Musk who, pro who propose that a proper, uh, a possible way of viewing reality is hologram theory, which has talk been talked about on podcasts like Joe Rogan and, and various places where they believe that it is possible that um, because of the consistent advance of civilization that uh, it is possible that we have advanced so far and we don't really know how advanced we could be to the point that if we are as a society, as a culture, have become smart enough to produce computers and synthesized real realities, 
to the place where we could have at some point placed our minds, our consciousnesses into a hologram type video game world that that this is a accurate way of possibly looking at reality to to believe that we live in a hologram to believe that we live in a quote-unquote video game goes right in line with this dissociative issues of the psychotic shooters that go and, and shoot people up because how is it any different than playing grand theft auto and and going and and you know beating up a bunch of people and shooting all the cops and you know doing that in a video game in our current reality which is just a video game if you know if people like that are promoting the belief that we live in a hologram and it's literally just a, a synthesized reality then no wonder people that probably are followers of the, the these very high ranking you know pop culture people are able to then possibly go and enact basically the the fundamental end game of hologram theory which would be nothing matters there is no morality nothing truly has any long lasting consequences nothing truly is right or wrong but rather we live in a a synthesized understanding of creation and you know and of course these same people will come full fledged against bible believing you know god fearing you know, people that believe in a creator or, or, or believe, a, you know, that alternate view of reality as opposed to what we're taught in schools. They do concerts now, like with Roy Orbison and Buddy Holly and holograms and how easy it is for them to put a dead person on stage blows my mind. So if they can do that, what are they capable of? Yeah. Just a question. I, mean, <laughs> I would love to see Elvis live, but other than that, I mean, who knows? I mean, it's so cool. It's so cool that it's possible to to the technology level we're at. But even it's scary. Today. It's Dude. also scary. It's it's also uh, terrifying how they can use it for evil as well as for good, right? And and you know, it it is all leading to a Ready Player One type world where you just put on the goggles, you plug into the system. And then you live a life that is the life of your choosing. Like, you know, a very popular show was Westworld, which is this whole premise of going into this synthesized reality and being able to shoot people and do this or that. And, uh, you know, a terrible show. Don't recommend it. However, the theme is something that we see being pushed on the world consciousness as it is. And, and it makes me see things like this. Texas shooting and how it happened and how the psychotic manipulation from our media, from our video games, from our TV shows and our movies are literally leading people to probably have the mindset that would allow them to go and commit these atrocities. And there's some really interesting predictive programming that I wanted to share with you guys oh, that is so shocking. Um, it's, uh, it's in regards to two very very successful and popular tv shows that were released literally within the week of this texas school shooting all and, right let's see it and it's so so crazy so mind-blowing um you know you know i know rob you know i shared this love of star wars that you know your dad also loved star wars biggest and, star wars um, fan you know, ever like i don't know it. anybody that loves <laughs> star wars more than he did 
it was you know my childhood growing up and i know he was super into it as well and and just recently the obi-wan kenobi series was released on disney plus and it is interesting that after this trauma traumatizing news comes out of these children being shot and killed guess what uh the very opening scenes of star wars obi-wan kenobi uh are in regards to the order 66 uh which had a oh, terrifying six, six. scene where um yeah six, 66 six, 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 um where uh you know, Anakin and the stormtroopers go into the Jedi temple mm -hmm. and they just massacre a bunch of children. And this is being released in conjunction with this breaking news story. And they're filling people's minds with the traumatizing images of these stormtroopers going through. And, you know, look, it, it, Star Wars Kenobi breaks Disney viewership record. And guess what the opening scenes were? The the terrible shots of them basically, you know, annihilating children. Massacring children. That's and crazy. people are associating in their subconsciousness the deadly school shooting that's being publicized all over the news with the scenes that they're seeing of just oh these children running for their lives. And, and isn't this that this coincided, this release of this choice scene coincided with this school shooting and um super convenient you know, we're, i mean I'm, what can we say it's almost too hammering convenient. home an agenda it's yep. hammering home the the gun control agenda it's hammering home the you know just the trauma that it's inducing on the population because a scared population is an obedient population yep. but you know that could have just been a coincidence they're just of course in the timeline it's between episode three and four and they're given backstory as to why the jedi are in hiding i get it i get it interesting however there's another show that came out on the same day really the very same day and guess what opening scene this show had well the show i'm referring guess. to it's a shooting <laughs> it'd be too convenient if it is it, it wasn't necessarily a shooting but it was a scene full of gory, graphic violence towards children. And it is the show Stranger Things, uh, right? Yeah, I saw that being released. And in the, in the opening scene of this show, there was graphic, graphic violence showing many children dead and covered in blood. And, uh, you know, it's it's tied to the backstory of this main character here who's a psychic girl. And she ends up, you know, killing all these other children in her quote-unquote, uh, you know, psychic school. But spoiler alert. Just, Anybody out there? You know, spoiler alert. But, but you know, it is very it, sketchy. The, very, very sketchy. Man, it's going hand-in-hand hand with this agenda of gun control, this agenda of of fear and trauma and it's just like almost too coincidental if you know what i mean that way too coincidental oh it's just so crazy um i can't believe so that. yeah those are you know just the two shows that were released literally on the same day that both had opening scenes of many children being killed and massacred and 
and this coincides with the fear porn and the the trauma being pushed out. But the left has nothing tragic. to do with this. I promise. <laughs> Watch the yeah, show. It, you know, like they're trying to brainwash us. Yeah, the, like your you know, song. Wake up, just, people! Like wake up. <laughs> wake up, the people! Like yeah. literally, wake up. There's something fishy. There's something fishy, and and you know, I'm not a event denier. Like I don't deny that this thing happened you know there's guys like alex jones right who are mm -hmm. like zipping their mouth shut because you know they were under you know uh you know legal you know uh, they were being sued for speaking out against inconsistencies in the sandy hook narrative for example mm -hmm. um he got but, banned you know, on whenever all platforms we see like this, oh yeah it got banned on all platforms just for you know i think referring to the topic that it didn't all meet the eye and and really when we look at topics like this it's not that we don't have compassion towards the tragic loss of the parents and the just appalling nature of this shooting and and what the people were going through as they stood outside waiting for the cops to do something and they refused but the truth of the matter is is that terrible things like this are used by the powers at, at large to push narratives, to yep. push agendas, and they use trauma, they use fear to convince the population to do what they think is good, but really, in fact, is is possibly very bad uh, in terms of keeping things like this from happening. And, you know, let's get into you know the reasons. You know, gun control, personally, I believe, is a very uh, dangerous topic. Is first of all, a gun is not the one to blame it is yeah. the person holding the gun yeah guns kill but the people are the ones using it i mean 101 gun ownership like you have to be safe with your firearm exactly yeah a, a cigarette doesn't kill you unless the person you know you exactly know, it's it's the it's the act it's the yep. the person doing the act that makes it a bad or good thing and, uh, and unfortunately, populations that are unarmed are often trampled by their governments. They are often trampled. Communism, uh, we see this in uh, communist countries, you know, mm -hmm. the disarming of, of population, uh, like the, the communities in, in, uh, in, in Germany uh, during World War II, you know, that had atrocities committed against them, yep. you know, they were unarmed and then bad things happened you know this is consistent with populations in you know china that had dictatorship you know communist governments come in and just uh, like control and hurt and you know basically just murder populations they had to be unarmed you know it's i don't remember who called it but it's fear porn isn't it it's meant to scare you. It's meant to dumb people down and to obey. That's what it is. Yeah, I think, unfortunately, in the conspiratorial crowd, there's always slippery slopes where, uh, you know, they they go to a far extreme of making truth claims when they really don't know. So an example would be, oh, look, the, the creators of Obi-Wan Kenobi put all this trauma or, or the creators of stranger things put all this trauma in and and it was actually a, a ritual and and they're the ones who are behind the school shooting like 
Stuff like that is the slippery slope of the conspiracy community where these outrageous claims can be made. However, and that's not the full truth. We, you know? Exactly. And yeah. there we, we can't between both of those is where you find the real truth. There is conspiracy and there is yeah. reality and then you have to find the middle ground or you can't find the truth, right? Exactly. And that's what they want conspiracy-minded people to do is to take the ball and run with it and make outrageous claims that they themselves can't prove. But what we can prove is that there are agendas, that there mm -hmm. are things that are being you know put out to control a population and and things like this perhaps they weren't even intending to include those scenes and they saw that this traumatizing event happened and they intended to release that part of the the visuals to to induce more trauma and to make people more likely to support their anti-gun you know legislation and stuff and oh man it's it, you know having a balanced view on conspiracies having a balanced view is super important um because you know uncovering the truth uh there's often times a trick that um is used where they want people to take a bite on the most juicy topic and when you take a bite then they can discredit you and they try to make you seem crazy if you believe any part of the conspiracy it's like the jfk assassination you know if you have any other viewpoint, you're a conspiracy theorist. I, I don't understand that. Which in itself is an interesting topic. You know, they recently, <laughs> uh, under Biden, they were supposed to release all yep. the declassified documents regarding JFK. And I know we should probably do like a full, you know, segment full you know, episode at some on point that. talking about this. Yeah. But isn't it interesting that even after all this time, Biden still decided to keep some redacted files? And now, let me ask you this. Uh, Trump did release files when he was president. Do you think he would have released the whole thing if he was still president? That's a good question. Uh, it makes me wonder how much uh, truly a president is allowed to do or um, how much a president is actually has access to the real true information like is it kept by these secret agencies and and even the president himself doesn't have access to the full picture mm -hmm. um, or or do they have access and they're just they're forced to keep their mouth shut I don't know well I think that they show them the clip of the JFK assassination and say if you if you talk at all about this this is what will happen to you they, they show them the Zapruder film and i mean that's that's my conspiracy minded opinion on it but who really knows you know but he did a lot more in releasing files than any other president ever has since then oh yeah so like for example the ufo disclosure came out under the trump administration mm -hmm. and uh and i there was pre-programming uh, in regards to that as well. I, I don't know if you remember the Storm Area 51 event where the guys oh, were yeah. running like Naruto arms. Yeah, and, and they uh, had like the masks on and they, yeah. they, they almost made like a rave out of it, I think, right? Yeah, the, it's, that was super covered by the media at large because it was such a funny kind of thing. Like, oh, Storm Area 51 event. A million people are going to show up in Storm Area 51. Start as a joke. But a lot of people... Yeah, it started as a joke, and not too many people actually showed up to the actual event. Yeah. 
But but they all signed up. What was up. interesting was, oh yeah, they did sign up. But what was interesting is while that was super covered by the media, did you know that one week after the Storm Area 51 event is when all of the declassified documents from the United States Air Force, the Navy, uh, and real, real deal UFO alien disclosure was kicked out to the population just one week after that Storm Area 51 event. And that was very seldomly covered by the news, but they focus hyper in on this kind of like crazy event. And uh, it was just a really interesting year uh, when all of that information came out, showing that there truly are, uh, you know, things going on in the heavens that we don't understand. And of course, and we could do a full episode uh, about know, that too. I mean, there, there's so many different, uh, you know, theories of what they are are they in the sea are they from the sky where are they from you know uh, and it's just such an interesting topic and i know uh, you know this is one of rob's beloved areas of research and uh and i tend to agree with his stance that you know a lot of these are probably spiritual entities these are yeah. angels or demons or whatever and they're from this realm they're not from outer space they're but not the from media wants planets. you to think they that are... they're like et you know that you're that they're lovable and huggable but they're probably not <laughs> i yep. agree with you and my dad 100 percent. i'd love to talk more about this topic i i know like we could do a whole broadcast just breaking down the ufo alien and you know Next All episode. that kind of information next episode. is so interesting. I'm up for it. I'm up let's, for it. Let's do it. <laughs> I got a, I got another picture and another short video for you. All right, let's see it. Uh, all right, check this out. Scientists tend to agree 100% with the people who are funding them. <laughs> that, that, you know, that's the truest statement I've ever heard. It's, it's just amazing uh, the, the expert opinions in regards to the, uh, the V topic, right? Mm -hmm. and, and the consensus in the hospitals regarding protocols. And yeah. I know, you know, this is a very important topic that we can talk about very soon um, regarding what is done to people uh, medically and, and, and how uh, just basically there is a massive money machine cranking out pharmaceutical products uh yep. which are basically witches brews right yeah and we know all about that firsthand which is scary and it's a real thing <sighs> real thing and and let's let's look at this short video on it. why <laughs> why it was pushed so heavily over the past two years by our news media uh to the point where people were foaming at the mouth fearful and um you know people were you know just totally beholden to the system let's let's look at this video here to you by pfizer cbs health watch sponsored by pfizer anderson cooper 360 brought to you by pfizer brought to you by pfizer making a difference brought to you by pfizer cnn tonight brought to you by pfizer early start Brought to you by Pfizer. Friday night on Aaron Burnett out front. 
brought to you by Pfizer. This week with George Stephanopoulos is brought to you by Pfizer. This letter report brought to you by Pfizer. Today's countdown to the royal wedding is brought to you by Pfizer. And now a CBS Sports update brought to you by Pfizer. Meet the press. Data download. Brought to you by Pfizer. This portion of CBS This Morning sponsored by Pfizer. On how to find the hidden sugars in the American family diet. Sponsored by Pfizer. I love how the video ends with this video was not sponsored by Pfizer. <laughs> That's what I was oh, about man. to say. Skiba News Nation is not is brought to you by Pfizer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, I think that's an important disclaimer to, to put in there because... Oh, well, they've man, had more it, failures just... than they've had good things happen. Have you ever looked at the lawsuits of Pfizer? Uh, yeah, man, uh, just briefly, but there are many, many uh, recalls and suits against their pharmaceutical products that but are we causing should trust them, right? damages. We should trust them. Yeah, but they're trustworthy. Yeah. And this is something very important to mention is that during the pandemic, a lot of the products that were pushed out on the American population and the whole world, in fact, were authorized under emergency use authorization. And and what a lot of people don't realize this means is that um, they are not liable for suit. Yeah, we're lab because rats. Because they are we're treating humans like lab rats. Exactly, exactly. And and it's all called for the better, the greater good, so to speak. All all pushed on mankind. But this leads into the the next very brief video that I really wanted to share, which is. <clears throat> um, a, a short video of the World Economic Forum in regards to how the recent pharmaceutical push of a lot of these products was one of the most profitable in history and how there are some very, very interesting, um, uh, just terrifying uh, ideologies coming out of the most rich, wealthy people in the world. I think it's pretty sketchy that, that doctors get a cut of every drug that they prescribe. Everything that is, you know, given by a doctor, they get a commission. Why is, why is that okay? It's not okay. I mean, it's not being looked at. And the news and everybody else, they just kind of put that in the background. They don't, they don't put it to the forefront, but that's a real issue. And just with this whole lockdown thing, it's, it's very crazy how they're able to program your mind into believing what they're saying so that the doctors can get a cut and so the government can get a cut after they already get a cut you know what i mean but uh i got this video and it's in regards to this topic with um my body my choice your body the government's choice right yep. uh, and uh and i just want to preface watching this video and and then we can talk about it afterwards is we learn from the scriptures that the love of money is the root of all evil, right? Yep. Because personal gain, monetary gain can justify so many atrocities. It's it's the premise of the computer programmer who makes a computer virus and then sells the antivirus to mm -hmm. to help, you know, and and um, we are going through a, such a transition stage in the world. And uh, this video of the World Economic Forum of 2022 
is so shocking. Just some of the things that are mentioned. So let's watch this briefly. Chip that it is in the tablet. And once you take the tablet and dissolves into your stomach, sec sends a signal that you took the tablet. So imagine the applications of that uh, compliance. Uh, the insurance companies to know that the medicines that patients should take, they do take them. Uh, it is uh, fascinating what happens in, in uh, this field. We're developing through technology an ability for consumers to measure their own carbon footprint. What does that mean? That's where are they traveling? How are they traveling? What are they eating? What are they consuming on the platform? So individual carbon footprint tracker. Mm. Stay tuned. We don't have it operational yet, but this is something that we're working on. We want vaccines that are infection blocking and long duration, which today, you know, the vaccines have saved millions of lives, but they don't have uh, much in the way of duration and they're not, they're not good at infection blocking. Yeah. You vaccinate not only for yourself, you vaccinate also to protect society and particularly to protect those that you love the most because they are the ones that you are together. The, the rise in billionaires has been, you know, unprecedented during the pandemic and there's been several sectors where that has been mostly concentrated and one is in fact the pharma sector because COVID has been one of the most um, profitable products ever. So that's... Um... Did you hear that? She literally just said COVID has been the most profitable product, prod, uh, product ever. Oh man. All right, I'll keep playing it here. This is just crazy. Uh, one point to discuss in and our report out today is called Profiting from Pain. How th those delays in, in making this technology available and um, really having people vaccinated early has contributed to that. It's not only the direct health um, impacts, but it's the economic, social um, impacts on all parts of the population and in reality an increase in inequality reversing the trend of the last few years where you know inequality had reduced between rich countries and poor countries unfortunately now it has widened and and the, the statistic we're saying is every 30 hours um, a new billionaire was minted during the pandemic and in every the same rate in 2022 a million people are falling into extreme poverty you can run around the planet and there isn't any country on the planet that isn't feeling and living the impacts of the climate crisis. Droughts, fires, mudslides, floods, storms with greater intensity that comes from the increased moisture coming from the ocean, which comes from the increased heat going into the ocean because 90% of the warming of the planet goes into the ocean. And the oceans, they are at risk. The chemistry changing faster than they have in millions of years. And you can't solve the problem of the oceans. If you don't solve climate, you can't solve the problem of climate if you don't solve the ocean. And people need to understand that 51% of the oxygen we breathe comes from the ocean. So we're, 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 we're dealing with a crisis here, folks. It's a crisis made by human beings. How many vaccinations do we need in the It's a very good question. And I think... Uh, First of all, I think we will need vaccinations in the future, but also I'm concerned that the compliance of the population with the recommendations of the experts will not be very high. It is a basically biological chip that it is in the tablet. And once you take the tablet and dissolves into your stomach, it sends a signal that you took the tablet. 
So imagine the applications for that. Compliance, compliance, compliance. Most people did the first dose, and then Lester did the second, and then Lester will do the third and the fourth. And um, so for that reason, we need to find a solution that makes it easy for people to get. And I think this solution, it is the number one priority to have it, I think, that lasts a year. So once people know that it is once a year, I do it every autumn, for example, fall, uh, I think that will improve the amount of people that they are getting. Nursing is also certain attempts to combine it with, say, anti-flu. Like SAT is another very good way to make it, uh, uh, to improve compliance. If someone thinks that I'm going to go to the doctor or to the pharmacy, but at least with one shot I will get two, flu and that also will increase the number. So these are the things. It's very difficult to improve the efficacy of the time. It's very, very high. But what you can improve it is uh, how convenient it is and how can last the efficacy for a longer period of time. We want vaccines that are infection blocking in long duration, which today, you know, the vaccines have saved millions of lives, but they don't have uh, lots of way of duration and they're not, they're not good at infection blocking. Wow. Wow. Yeah, and man, just, what are your initial thoughts on that video? Compliance. That's the word I heard the most. Word I heard the most. And it's uh, kind of frightening. They, I mean, they're going to force it upon us, right? Compliance is something I know that, at least scripturally speaking, you know, is straight associated with a mark of the beast topic, right? Mm -hmm. Like a you can't buy or sell unless you have this mark on your hand or on your forehead. And this is something that I know Rob uh, was very cutting edge and talking about. And, and right now we're in this really interesting phase where it's not forced compliance. It's coerced compliance. It's here's the contract. You sign the contract and you're culpable. You're liable. Yep. But as long as you don't participate, as long as you aren't so beholden to the system, you can avoid the curse. You can avoid the 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 obligation to have to you know bow to the beast, so to speak. And as long as you and stand this is also up, tied. you got to stand up yep. to it. It's crazy. Now's the time to have some spine, right? <laughs> right. It's uh, it, it's really um, unfortunate because it's often our comforts and our desire to live life uh, a certain way that causes us to give our rights up because we don't want to give up the things we like whether it's which is going life to the movie theaters and life and, yeah exactly. and bringing your kids to the like you said the movie theaters or to go into anywhere they're trying to make it where you have to have it which yep is exactly what you're saying the 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 verse that should be flashing on bible believers minds is come out of mystery babylon so you don't partake in her plagues and in her judgments and and this is truly the the really the the most prevalent recent example of how if you are so in love with your lifestyle if you're so in love with the system and the the comforts that come along with it that that it is leading people into this kind of uh, cattle corral 
that's going straight towards a slaughter. It's yep. leading people to to make these decisions that they have the opportunity, they have the free will to refuse. They have the free will to leave that job, to stand up and, and walk out, to not participate. But there's a hook. It's it's a it's like a fishing game, man, and the system wants to hook you and so that you come to them begging for basically their morality, their mm -hmm. uh, comforts, their protection, and with that is a cost. And it's a great cost that I don't think a lot of people are aware of. They're trying to back, back us up into a corner to where, you know, you quit this job and now you can't get a job. You can't get it at all because you have to have what they're talking about. I can't, I don't want to say it, but you have to do it. So that's the double-edged sword, right? So what's your kind of the double-edged sword that you were talking about? All right, check this out. If social media were in Jesus' times, local carpenter with extremist views continues to spread disinformation deemed harmful by the religious experts. <laughs> right? Man... This is exactly what's happening in today's world, yep. that people who are standing up for conservative values, that are people who are standing up for their beliefs, their bodily autonomy, their my body, my choice, but in the righteous sense, not the abortive baby killing sense, that these people are being called disinformation terrorists. These yep. people are the ones that are being flagged by the US government. There's recent articles that have come out and and have talked about those who spread harmful misinformation which is truth be, you know the truth is the yes. misinformation they, they, yes, they're trying to hide the truth right in front of you it's uh you know the the whole topic of of gas prices and and uh climate change that was even talked about in that world economic forum um about how you know we need to be able to track people's compliance and if they're being good citizens for the worldwide stage to make sure we're not you know causing too much climate change and we have the Greta Thunbergs going out there crying on national TV and basically convincing people to give up their uh, their rights to governments and and really governments are for those who need to be governed right yep and really it's law it's lawless evil sinful populations that have all types of vices that need more governance because they kind of eat themselves alive they don't know how to behave they don't know what to do and the truth is is that a a righteous set apart or god-fearing population needs less government because they are going to take care of their environment they're going to not kill their neighbor they're going to not steal things because they're following a higher law they're following a higher power, um, and and but in the circumstance of of climate change and just like the outrageous fuel prices that are happening right now, there's of course this uh, interesting meme, and it says this: every time you hear the term fossil fuel on TV, radio, news, etc., you're being lied to. In 19, 1892, at the Geneva Convention, the smartest man in the oil industry, J.D. Rockefeller, paid scientists to call a call it a fossil fuel, call oil a fossil fuel, to induce the idea of scarcity, in order to set a world price for oil. For oil, 
the truth is is that oil is actually the second most prevalent liquid on earth next to water and it regenerates within the earth faster than it could ever be depleted and yet today we're looking at prices at the gas pump that are superseding like far more than we have ever seen historically but yet just two years ago oil was being sold for zero dollars a gallon you could literally pull up a tanker and have them fill it up for free you know there's some crazy things happening in the world today and there's these agendas uh that are being pushed out such as like oh climate change we have to take care of the environment we have to fuel is bad you know save the trees bad and it just goes right along with the agendas that are being pushed by the World Economic Forum, by the Great Reset, as they wanted to call it. They wanted to use trauma. They wanted to use uh, these global events, such as the war in Ukraine. Uh, they want to use events like the, the shooting that happened in Texas to push these agendas. And so they're not going to let any any trauma or any event go to waste. And and that's exactly what was quoted in that video we watched of the World Economic Forum of the woman who said, this is, you know, COVID was one of the most profitable things in history because of pain. And they said, use pain for gain. Or I, I'm misquoting that, but it was something along those lines. It's all about money, all of it. And so the guy at the top yeah. can keep making money and while we struggle, the normal person struggles. Yep. Yep. I mean, it's, it's, you know, love of money is the root of all evil. And there's definitely a lot of money flowing into the medical industry right now. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. There's a lot of money flowing into the hands of the Ukrainian government over there to continue on a conflict, uh, you know, in regards to, you know, the, the Russian Ukraine war, um, and uh, man, it's just so crazy the world we live in. And, and uh, all right, Jeremiah, I got to show you this really crazy video. Um, it's it's kind of interesting because you know a lot of people are being pushed into supporting uh, you, the Ukraine side of the Ukraine Russia conflict. And of course, we know that money could be redirected instead of arming Ukraine. We could be defending children in schools with that same money. But I wanted to show this interesting video of George W. Bush. Uh, mistakenly, mistakenly referring to Iraq in his speech uh, instead of Ukraine when an, un, addressing an unjustified invasion. It's it's uh, kind of hilarious, but uh, here's this clip. Oh my gosh. Corruption elections are rigged. Political opponents are imprisoned or otherwise eliminated from participating in the electoral process. The result is an absence of checks and balances in Russia and the decision of one man to launch a wholly unjustified and brutal invasion of Iraq. I mean, of Ukraine. Iraq. Anyway. Uh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, man. So I just had to show you that, uh, that just because it's... That was the most incredible gaffe I've ever seen. Like he He's just, literally describing what he did in Iraq. He's such a rhino. There's a there's a, a, a angel in the whirlwind and many poppy fields that we need to conquer. <laughs> you know, like um, it's just crazy, man. That 
you know, the, the American populace is being uh, swooned into supporting this conflict. You know, of course, we shouldn't have a dog in the race. You know, the, the Russians feel they're justified that it's a breach of treaty and that it's a corrupt government and that genocide's happening from their perspective. And, you know, from our, you know, American, you know, political machine perspective, we're saying, oh, Russia's a big bad guy. They shouldn't be interfering in the affairs of a small little country. And then we're speaking from two sides of our mouth because we're doing the very same thing Russia's doing. And we did it in Iraq and Afghanistan yep. during the wars. And, you know, so the hypocritical. Man. They're just acting so hypocritical because they tell you to do one thing and then they do the exact same thing that they tell you not to do or they tell others not to do. Yeah, and, and you know, we just passed through Memorial Day weekend, and, and this is not to be disrespectful to people who have served in the military, but the truth of the matter is, and many military people will come out and admit this, is that the premise that a lot of these conflicts are started under are complete lies, and they are used to justify war and justify, uh, you know, all these uh, crazy conflicts, and, you know... In the same, you know, world where we're condemning the Russians, you know, Biden is sending bombs to blow up supposed ISIS people and ends up killing children and leaving and, our know, troops over kids. there, you know, just and leaving, leaving our Americans. Just a crazy world, man. And there's a lot of more stuff to unpack. And I, I know in the the future episodes we're gonna really get into the meat in a lot of these topics. And I'm excited to. Uh, for us to share our thoughts and our opinions and, and uh, too, unpack the truth, man. Being a conservative is the new punk rock. We're here to investigate the truth and we're not claiming to be scientists or anything else. We're just looking for the truth and I hope you come along with us to, to find it, to actually find the truth and continue where my dad left off. Uh, let me just do a quick shout out to my news correspondents. Um, uh, thank you to Lex Eckstein for some of your news. Yes, uh, thank you. Sharing with me. And also thanks to BB for the gravy. Really appreciate you, man, and uh, really appreciate the truth you're sharing. I think just sharing truth with people, people don't realize that it's love to share truth because you want people to shine a light in their own lives. And, and so thank you to BB for the gravy. And, uh, and that's, uh, that's my shout outs there. Yeah, and let's keep building our truth base. Let's get it all together, all of us. We can do it. Thank you for watching Skiba News Nation. There's more to come and keep seeking the truth. Please like and subscribe and we'll be back with you as soon as we can.